Welcome to the Walk and Talk podcast hosted by Dave and Tom, your home for real stories from real people, encouraging our listeners to speak up about everyday struggles and bringing some positivity to your day. This podcast is powered by Engage Socials. Keep up to date on social media for new episodes. Follow us on Instagram at Walk and Talk Pod and find us on Facebook at Walk and Talk Podcast. Good morning, I'm Dave. Good morning, I'm Tom. We're with a special guest today at Victoria Park. And I'm Joe. Joe Warrington, born and bred. Um, It's a special year for for you this year, Um, testimonial year. So, testimonial in rugby, Joe plays for Warrington Wolves. Um, He's been at the club for 10 years. Uh, So, after that, you get granted your 10-year permission to play. How do you feel? Um, I feel very, very grateful, uh, very blessed. Um, obviously, you say it's 10 years, 10 years in the first team, but, you know, I got to Warrington at under-15s, um, so I've been there, you know, going on probably, for, probably 14 years now, um, and, you know, when I was that 15, 16-year-old kid, if you told me I'd have played one game, I'd have probably died happy, to be honest with you, so uh, to be here 10 years later and, and still, like, kind of living out my dream, um, yeah, I feel really grateful, and I think to do 10 years at any club is, is special and worth celebrating, but 10 years at your hometown club is, um, you know, kind of like saying living out a dream so I feel very blessed no definitely and, and you know being Warrington fans ourselves and and friends I think over the years where we've watched you come through and you know break that first team and also then play for Great Britain as well you know you must feel incredibly proud of, you, of yourself of what you've achieved and me and Tom talk about self-praise what what are you like with, with self-praise do you, do you ever do that for yourself or are you do you always doubt yourself I'm I'm kind of, me as a person I'm kind of um, probably don't celebrate things enough because I'm always thinking what's next, what's next, what's next um, and that's like a blessing and a curse I suppose because I think you know I feel like, I think it's a good thing that you're always wanting more but also um, you know I look back now at some things that um, probably have been, been achievements and just expected it to keep happening so uh, yeah I'd say I'd say I'm probably more self-critical than self-praising to be honest with you Um but that that's kind of just just me as a person, I suppose. So, just talking about um, these beautiful t-shirts that you're wearing, yeah, we're, we're, we're these, modeling. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of a theme to it, isn't there? Because we're at Victoria Park today, which is Latford. Uh, two teams that you played for as young students. So Latford Albion or Latford Giants, it's called now. Yeah, was it Latford Giants when you were? Latford Albion Unicorns. In the LAU, Unicorns, LAU, that's right. LAU, yeah. LAU, I was. Latford Albion Unicorns. We were in that pink strip as well. Nice little pink strip. Used to no, it, it was that, very similar to this, but it was hoops. It was, uh, yeah. it was maroon, maroon and gold hoops. Yeah, and the other team was Culture of Eagles. So how old was you when you were at Latford? Uh, so I, I I only started playing rugby when I was 15. Bit of a bit of a different story to that's most people. That's it? Because there's a lot of people that think if they didn't start rugby, Unless we were like five years old when you started or something, I think you might have no chance of starting rugby and getting being professional. So I don't think there's that many people that can say that. Is there? Do you know many of us that only started rugby at 15 and have gone on to do similar things to yourself? No, I don't, to be honest with you. And I know like whenever I go into schools and stuff like that, whenever I talk to people, that's kind of my main message is yeah, yeah. don't give up on, um, you know, if you're 13 and you've not got yeah. stuff figured out, 14, 15, whatever age you are, you've not got stuff figured out. You know, everyone runs their own race. And that's right. 100%. Like I say, I touched, I touched a rugby ball when I was 15 for the first time. I'd always play football and uh, played a year at Culture Eagles. And, yeah. you know, after, th- after three or four games for Culture Eagles, um, got picked up. I got picked up for Warrington, uh, which, which you know, I felt really lucky to do. It was a great message there. Like, you've just really touched on it. You know, go for it, isn't it? No matter what. 
matter what your age is, whatever, if you want to go and do something, get out and get it done, isn't it, really? 100%, 100%. And the, I think, you know, the main message as well that I always say is, like, I just enjoyed it. Like, because yeah. I, I was late to the game, I felt I feel like I was learning so much so quickly. I was like a, I was like a sponge because, yeah. you know, I remember I remember my first training session at Warrington and I, I had real bad imposter syndrome. I felt like I didn't really belong in that training room because I'd only done three games of rugby in my life. And then they were putting moves on at training. Well, I didn't know what a move was. So I was like, why'd you do that? I was just asking so many questions. Did you just catch, catch the ball and run? Yeah, yeah, that's all I do. Yeah, yeah. That's all I do. But I was asking so many questions. Like I say, I was just like a sponge. So I kind of see it as a little superpower, I suppose, that I was yeah, late definitely. to the game. Definitely, definitely. Definitely a good message for the people out there. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I've got, it's, you know, walking on this field now is bringing back so much nostalgia. So, yeah, sorry, going back to your question. So, I played a year for culture for under-15s yeah. and then I joined Latchford for the under-16 season. Uh, had a great, great time. Uh, yeah, great. Any good team, was it? Was it good team? Yeah, we had, we had Declan Patton, uh, Bane in my ass, <laughs> Bane in my ass still. <laughs> um, Andre Sevelio was yeah, in that yeah. team. Uh, we had we had loads more lads who were who were on scholarships and stuff like that as well at the Any time. Any special memories in particular? Anything jump out at you? I'll put you on the spot a bit here, but like we in your Staying youth in, the middle of the in Latchford or centre line. Any anything stand out? Any cup wins or anything? Did you go on to to, to win much with Latchford or all culture? I know you weren't there that long, but the the, La- the Latchford season was so we actually got to the, the biggest. Like competition for for any amateur team is the national cup oh, because yeah. we only play in the northwest counties and then yeah. uh, people from over in Yorkshire play their side. But the national cup, you come together and uh, we got to the national cup final. Now I played a scholarship game for Warrington the week before it and I and I, I broke my collarbone, um, so I, I was absolutely heartbroken. So we, we played in Rose Bridge in um, in the final. Now Wilco said to me, he said, "Mate, you'll always remember this national cup final. So what I want you to do?" I had, I had my sling on. He said, I want you to kit up, walk out as if you're playing. So I look back at pictures now. I have my full kit on. I had a sling around my arm and I'm walking out. And the ins lads are taking the piss out of me royally. But what's this, what's this lad doing? But we caught up with the scrum move the week before. And the scrum move was for me. It was called a J-ball. I remember it on this field right here where we were practicing it. Well, I, I, can't, I can't quite remember it, basically. They got some, some some dummy runner had run outwards yeah. and they just popped the ball for me and I'd sprint through the middle. So if it weren't, I'd go in untouched. So we were saying if it's very, very, very close, we're right near the end of the game, they're gonna bring me on for a J ball. But I think I think I just signed a new I think I'd just signed my first ever professional contract at Warrington, the Warrington people were there, so I said I couldn't do it. But but that, that was a good memory. Then we played against uh, Ince Rose Bridge in that final. Now Deck broke his collarbone in the first minute of that game as well. So we're both both had broken collarbones. Insulin we went close but, but but that Ince team, that was George Williams, um, Joe Burgess, Ryan Sutton, Ben Austin, uh, who's gone on to have a career. Like they, they, had, they were a stat, they were a stat team. But it was a good game. That, that was that's probably my main memory. Great memory, no, definitely. And then, you know, going years ahead now. Obviously, you're here ten years at Warrington. Um, obviously, in, in the first team, as you said before. But what's the one thing you've learned? You know, whether it's on the field or off the field. What's the one thing you I mean? You've been around something. Top top professionals, Greg Inglis, uh, Chris Sandow when he was there, Kurt Gidley, there's multiple yeah. Libres. What's the one thing you've learned that you take away as a life experience that you want to share with family, friends? Chris Sandow's great. Yeah. Um hard work, you, you, you the harder you work, luckier you get, I suppose. Um, you know, I, I went through I've it's been a journey my ten years, it's been a rocky ups and downs and I think the start of my journey was very rocky because I probably weren't putting it. I didn't realise what it was to be a pro. Uh, I thought, you know, I had a little bit of raw ability because I thought 
you know, I started playing when I was 15 and I kind of just went like that and things were going so well. I thought, oh, it's just going to carry on going that way with not much input from me. Uh, but, you know, the, the higher up you get, the, you, the sooner you realise that if you're not putting the work in, you're going to get found out. And I kind of did. And uh, I remember the 2016 season being a massive year of lessons for me. Um, and I think I just realised what it was to be a pro, you know, dieting, what I eat, uh, how I sleep, what I'd get up to on a weekend, um, you know, you know, alcohol is a massive thing at that young age and uh, doing it at the right time, stuff like that. So I think um, kind of what it was to be a professional, but how do you work lucky you get? I think that's yeah. that's the main and message. That's the kind of what we're hearing more and more with the people that we speak to. We've got one of your sponsors, Andy, who uh, wire cranes. You know, he said that himself the other day when he came on our walk. Yeah, yeah. He, he um, said the, the harder you work, the more, more luck you get, which yeah. I think that makes sense. It, life is about luck, isn't it? And, and you know, every loads of doors open, some doors close, but you'll continue to open those doors and one day you'll get that opportunity. Um, so, yeah, thanks for joining us today.